look out for the people in that country, period. That's always true. And it doesn't mean they can't help other people or whatever, but if they pay no attention whatsoever, and in a moment when every person, 350 million Americans, everyone, regardless of political affiliation, can feel that something bad's coming, everybody knows that. Everybody knows that. I mean, if you've been to church once in the last year, have you thought about the end times recently? Yes, you have. Whether, I'm serious. Because you can feel that abrupt change is coming, and that's very disconcerting. All right, man. Tucker Carlson's saying it, man. You've been to church once in the last um, year. You kind of feel some crazy stuff's happening. There's a lot going on on the stage. So that's one of the reasons why we're doing this pastor's perspective. I am joined in studio with my pastor, Pastor Chris Foster from Thrive Church. How are you this morning, sir? Doing great. Glad to be here this morning. So um, you guys see when Pastor Chris comes in, he's this big, tall sucker. He's a former <laughs> basketball player at CBC. Yeah. Shout out to CBC. Woo-woo. Weren't you on the national championship team there? The first one. There you go. So you, know, you were out there. They, I'm going to say they won because of you then. Well, you know, I, I had a part in it. Let's say that. <laughs> <laughs> so anyway, well, we have you here. Uh, tomorrow is Halloween, Pastor. And um, I was in church yesterday. It's the first time I got to be in our church I don't know, like a month. I'm not very, very often. Sorry, Pastor. I know. You were up in my own stomping grounds. I saw you were in PA and all that good stuff. Oh, yeah, up there with some of your old homies up there in the Pendel District. So. That's right. But anyway, so um, you guys are where well, we're doing something at the church um, for Halloween. Tell us what you what you guys are doing, what your plans are. Yeah, we uh, switched up this year. We're planning on doing a light tonight, which is uh, folks in their neighborhoods uh, putting out light and uh Sure, they're handing out candy and all that stuff, but uh, doing their best to just kind of be in the community and uh, ministering to people as they come by. Yeah. Now, um, Halloween, that's like always kind of like a, I know for me and my family, that's, you know, a thing like, you know, a lot of church people, a lot of Christian people are like, I don't know about Halloween. When I grew up, before my mom was a Christian, I did Halloween. We did all that crazy stuff. And then I think it's about 12 years old. My mom's like, nope, we're done with it. She researched it and saw that, you know, really just some of the history of it. And it's like, I don't really think this is going to be best for us. And so in our family, we don't really do the Halloween thing. We don't trick or treat and stuff like that. Um, and so what do you say to Christians that are kind of, you know, there and, you know, what's your thought on that? Yeah, there, I, in my opinion, there's a, probably a lot of, uh, viewpoints, uh, from both extremes. Some that say, you know, there's no limitation to a believer in what they're going to do as it relates to uh, Halloween. And then there's the other extreme where, if you participate, you're somehow involved in uh, some sort of uh, evil or satanic Black ritual. That's right. <laughs> yeah. In fact, uh, I was reading a couple of articles just to kind of uh, give myself some perspective. I think, you know, I, I read one where uh, if a pastor opens his congregation up to doing anything like trunk or treat or uh, anything that somehow uh, opens them up to uh, some sort of evil that it will become them, and I, I, I just, I just can't get there from uh, what the Bible says about my freedom as a believer, and uh, I, I just kind of leave it up to individual Christians to kind of decide where they're going to be. It's their conscience. I think they have to live according to that. But uh, where I ultimately stand is, I don't give any space, any space in my life or the church to giving up a day. Uh, that we can't participate in. This is the day the Lord has made. I will rejoice and be glad at it. I'm going to, I'm going to do everything I can to be salt and light. And, uh, no matter what comes uh, my way, I'm going to trust the Lord's going to lead me through those processes. And I think that, 
uh, Christians, uh, we, we tend to devolve into ad hominem where we, we label people and uh, vilify people for uh, trying to do something that might uh, actually be an opportunity to share the gospel with somebody. And yeah. uh, every church that I've been at, I've, I've taken this perspective, and there's been many times where we've had opportunity just to lead people to Jesus. So, yeah. you know, I'm not gonna I'm not gonna hide or cower or uh, shrink back. Do, do my kids put on like weird masks and stuff like that? No, you know, I, I my first Halloween with uh, uh, our son Dominic was he was Superman. You know, and we're just walking through a neighborhood as a little kid. You know, I, I, I don't I don't struggle so much with it and. But I, I do see people's viewpoints. I don't struggle with yeah. with their uh, perspective either. So I like your thoughts on that because, I mean, here's the reality of it. I mean, the extremists is where it's kind of – I'm not there either. I yeah. mean, I, I like it. I remember when I um, – first of all, when I grew up in the church, I grew up in the Kojic church. Like, no, yeah. Devil's Day, stay away from it completely. <laughs> and, you know, don't be a part of it, whatever. And then yeah. I can remember when I was on staff at, you know, even James River here in town, they did the fall harvest parties. Yeah. And I remember having to be like, "Ooh, is this yeah. this is the devil's day? Can we even <laughs> should we just stay in our house and not do anything?" Yeah. And you know, that's not. I didn't feel good about that. And yeah. I love trying to redeem it going out because yeah. kids are gonna kids kids don't understand the spiritual ramifications of it. Yeah. Now that doesn't mean that we as parents shouldn't be wise about right. stuff. But why not try to redeem it? Do a fall harvest party or sure. trunk or treats or even you're you're calling it light. What's what's, what's it's what's, called? Light the night. Light the yeah. night. Yeah. Yeah. Well, they. And I, I, I personally don't think that uh, uh, I, I'm to the other end of this spectrum where you can just do whatever you want. I don't, I don't think I wrestle. I try to find the middle ground somewhere and just uh, participate and be light. And I think if uh, the moment that we uh, begin to turn on each other, and I, I think this is the issue that is on pretty much every, every broad topic that you can think of, there's going to be people on either side of the extreme. And... I don't think the church is meant to be there, and I think often we we're so uh, quick to turn on each other. And I, like I, I mean, I literally read an article from a guy who came out of occultism. He came out of the sat- satanic church, and you know, like even even buying candy that's uh, associated with Halloween is a bad thing. And I'm like, how how do we get there? It like, went too far, you think? Yeah. Well, well, in his mind, he's like. He's like, uh, you know, these, there's evil people out there praying over the candy even. And I'm like, well, that's just dumb. You know, I mean, you can go, you can go to the scripture and talk about food sacrifice to idols and things like that, where Paul actually admonished him. You're free to eat the meat, regardless yeah. if it was a sacrifice to an idol. So you're free to eat or free not to eat. Yeah, that's right. right. Exactly. Yeah. And, and then the deference where you, you actually defer to the weaker brother in that situation. That's, that's a lost thing in the church in general, you know, that, yeah. that we would even consider somebody else's uh, viewpoint and maybe not do something if it was uh, overwhelming their conscience. Yeah. So I, you know, I, I just, I didn't come out of the, I didn't, I didn't grow up in the church. So to me, this is just a real, I think a bizarre debate overall. And, uh, I, I just prefer to be somewhere in the middle and trying to be light. Yeah. And I don't see you compromising. I mean, I don't hear you trying to justify, no. you know, what I was in the, I was in the service yesterday and, you know, I mean, obviously we do know that there are people with dark magic and demonic sure. and influences and stuff. And you're not, you know, not trying to say that doesn't exist, but you're saying, Oh, we, the light, I remember you saying yesterday, we in the light, we shine darker than that. Yeah. Right? Is he who's in us. Yeah. We're, we're, we're brighter. 
Uh, in fact, the light overcomes darkness. That's the whole point of the scriptures. I think that Jesus came and he made a public spectacle of the enemy. Uh, you know, actually the, the, the roots of Halloween are actually much, uh, people try to associate with Celtic Druidism, but it really goes back further than that. And it was actually a holiday that was to celebrate, uh, and honor dead saints, right? So, uh, they used to put on these masks to make fun of, to make fun of the enemy because he was a, a, a public spectacle. He was made a public spectacle by yeah. Jesus. So, on the cross. So again, I didn't grow up in it. I don't, I don't wrestle with it so much. I don't, my kids don't participate in the weird kind of stuff that gets out there. You know, I don't, I don't even like scary movies for goodness sakes. I don't, yeah, I don't I, roll like my that kids either. don't roll with it. We don't, I don't, I, I, I'm, I have a healthy, um, I think concern over what those things do in the, in the spirit of a believer. So, uh, but I don't, I don't look under every rock for some sort of demonic uh, influence. So, so you're going to be, I think you, you mentioned yesterday, you might be out in your driveway just that, yeah, is that what the well, plan is? You're yeah. going to be like out there. Well, we got a neighbor, a neighbor who's, uh, fairly new to the church. It's, you know, he's going to put out his little, uh, fire pit and just, just people come by to share God with them. You yeah. know, that's the best we can do. So you talked about the gospel yesterday, um, mm-hmm. characteristics of being separated to the gospel. Yeah. Obedience to the gospel, willingness, um, um, to be, um, and the ladder was in the way. Uh, yeah. I was nervous about you climbing oh, up the ladder. Yeah. First of all. <laughs> Me like too. Getting too old to be climbing up the ladder like that, <laughs> Pastor Chris. I, to I appreciate that, man. <laughs> but you know, just spreading the gospel—that's what it's all about. So yeah. I appreciate that. I appreciate what you're doing there. So, yeah. hey, so um, Thrive Church, Nixa, yeah, invite the people to the church. Yeah, man. I think anybody who's uh, searching it could feel welcome to come to our church and be a part of it. So, if you're searching and you're trying to figure life out. Come be a part of Thrive. We'll, we'll welcome you. You'll find, and listen, Lee could get a free cup of coffee out of it and a uh, specialty drink. So, there you go. So come be a part. Hey, leave us with a word of hope today. You got about just 20, 30 seconds. Give us the word of hope. Yeah. I, I think that's the whole gospel message is a message of hope. And uh, we, we are living in a time where I think darkness seems to, to be winning and prevailing, but there's hope in Jesus. Turn your attention to him. Give, give him, uh, your heart and your life and he'll make a difference in you. There you go. Pastor Chris Foster with Thrive Church. Man, he and his wife are doing some great stuff there. Amy, the only fault that I find in them (laughs) is that they root for the Green Bay Packers. I mean, it it vexes my spirit, Don, every time I go in there and hear him talking like that about that You think they should be Chicago Bears fans? (laughs) Absolutely. I think all good Christians, because God (laughs) wants us to be a part of soldiers, soldiers in the army of the Lord playing at Soldier Field. So, <laughs> Pastor Chris, thanks for joining us Bless here you, on The buddy. Pastor's Perspective. So, hey, um, we're going to get to some local news with Don Luzader, and we'll be right back with my buddy David Stoker. He's going to be talking about um, addiction and recovery and hope and, and that. So right after this um, local news with Don Luzader.